Time for a Bruins postgame podcast here at WEI.com. Ken Laird and DJ Bean. 9-2. to two. You heard it right. 9 for the LA Kings. Milan Lucic gets 1, but 9 goals by 9 different players, DJ Bean. This was a uh, soul-crushing defeat. Is that the best way to put it? A, a soul-searching defeat? Although, I guess, Claude Julien sort of... Uh, Maybe unlike his players, wrote it off as, hey, let's just move on to the next one. Or am I paraphrasing Claude improperly after this one? Well, I mean, they're gonna. we expected them to lose the game anyway, right? So I think that maybe they're like, you know what? We were going to lose the game by some score. Might as well have been 9-2. to two. Um, Yeah, Claude had more of, I don't want to say a positive message because he wasn't thrilled, but um, he had more of a sense of, Yep, this is one bad loss. We'll put it behind us and we'll move on. And the players seemed to give off a little more of that, like, why the hell did this happen? I mean, Krejci, Krejci brought up uh, showing some pride. That's never a, a good thing when, when players start to talk about uh, whether the pride is there and um, and all that. So, look, I mean, we, we've talked about this. They're not the team that they used to be. They're not the dominant team they used to be. They're a fledgling Eastern Conference team who, thanks to playing in the Eastern Conference, is pretty high in the Eastern Conference because, again, we're repeating ourselves, but the Eastern Conference isn't good, and they're going to beat these Eastern Conference playoff teams, and then they're going to play the Western Conference teams and get punched in the mouth. And they didn't just get punched in the mouth. They they got punched and punched and punched. This game was 1-0 Boston. Two goals late in the first period. One after a Brad Marchand penalty, a stick to the groin. That's not real good. Yes. Losing your focus there. They uh, give up three power play goals to the Kings. Kevin uh, Miller was particularly bad on uh, goals two and three. And, you know, the third one probably sent this game into the funny section, right? I mean, it, yeah. a bad giveaway behind the net. It, it unraveled from there. Yeah, I mean, and uh, like the Bruins had gotten a good amount of chances in the first period. Uh, enough to be convinced from uh, Jonathan Quick showing that it wasn't going to be a particularly easy night for them to actually bury those chances. They were getting them, but like I said, Quick was playing well enough that they probably had it in their mind. If it somehow gets to be a 3-1 to game, that could be it. And maybe that fed it. Maybe the, the chances that didn't go in the first period, coupled with um, the lead that LA took, made them think in the back of their minds, we're not coming back from this one, but then that's where the, the whole Krejci thing about, you know, show some pride comes into play because once, as you, you put it best, it did kind of enter the, the funny section, the blooper reel, the, the yakety sacks area. I mean, I, I really think that could be it. Like, they played these Western teams that they know are good. In their mind, they're almost beaten before they start. They're a little fragile. What, what's their record against playoff teams in the West? You crushed them. 7 0. One seven, so they're 10 4 0 against Eastern Conference playoff teams, 5 1 0 against Atlantic Division playoff teams. Now, the trick there is Atlantic Division playoff teams are Atlantic Division teams, which means they're bad teams. <laughs> yeah. So that's why that number is so shiny. Uh, and then, yeah, and I, I mean, how daunting is that, though, to go from. I don't know what what's ten four and zero. That's that's over seven fifty, right? Yeah. Versus one seven and zero, which is significantly below seven fifty. Uh, look, one conference is good, one's bad, and they, the Bruins playing the bad one. It was like the Anaheim game before the All Star break. They got down and they just sort of tanked. They just sort of faded. The, the Dallas game here, with Sagan was back in town. Even the Winnipeg game earlier in the year, that's a bad team from the West, and they and they kind of got unraveled. That was, you know, that's a different time. Well, but really, still. I mean, all, and they've done this against bad teams in the East too. I mean, really, the only the only teams uh, 
against whom they play well are the good, the quote-unquote good teams in the Eastern Conference because, I mean, we've seen them blow these games to the Buffaloes and the, the Torontos of the world. You mentioned uh, Columbus, and they certainly get smoked by the good teams out West, and as you said, the, the bad teams as well. So Even the Capitals they hung in there with here. It was a one-goal game. You know, they were outclassed, but it was a, you know, they, they hung in there. But the, the Capitals, I feel like when any team plays the Capitals, it's more of an any given Sunday type situation where they think like this is this can be a, a, a great opportunity for us and if they do fall behind maybe they don't necessarily feel as defeated because they know that they're playing against such a better team that they can just keep on swinging and they, they don't really have much to lose with this with these kind of teams where maybe it's a little more realistic that this can be a measuring stick for them as you said maybe maybe they're just defeated by the time they have allowed that first second third goal which sets up an interesting road trip. Six-game road trip starts, four of them against the West, one big Detroit game Detroit, in, in the middle there. Detroit, you got two, uh, what, two more Western Conference playoff teams in yeah. Nashville and uh, Dallas, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, so three of these six teams are against playoff teams. Uh, the, the Detroit one, as you said, that's going to be big for the standings because these guys, I mean, they're, they're going to make the playoffs unless they sell. Uh, you want to be in the Atlantic Division. You want to get that second or third spot in the Atlantic and play some of these Atlantic teams and, and probably win a round or two. Two final questions that I, I would have. One, we had the Dion Phaneuf trade today. Big move for the Ottawa Senators. Is this going to spark trade activity around the league to the point where the Bruins might decide, hey, we've got an offer we can't refuse on the table now. Let's 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 sell a little bit. This this is a game tonight that pushes you towards that sell mode. Well, for for me personally, it absolutely does. It pushes me towards that. The, what we talk about all the time, and I, we've already spoken about it on this very yeah. episode, is that yeah, they're good enough to win a round or two against bad teams. But what good does that do you? I mean, this is a team that... It's good for the Jacobs family. It's good, yeah, right. They get the gate. But this is a team that wants to get back to what it was. And whether that's dominating the same way with physicality and grit and all that stuff and uh, plus defense or dominating any other way, they want to be a dominant team and a team that goes far in the Eastern Conference. Remember, this is still the last team to win the Stanley Cup from the Eastern Conference. So they don't... I don't see what the appeal of winning a round or two and then promptly getting crushed by Washington. I mean, do you, do you hope you get into the playoffs? You beat a Florida, you beat a Detroit, maybe you beat a Tampa, and maybe by the time you get to Washington, maybe Washington's beat up and you're healthy. But, I mean, these guys aren't deep enough that they would survive any sort of thing like that. So I... I don't see how this ends up being a big, deep run. And for me, if I'm the Bruins, I would rather try to win again and really win, not win the way we're talking about, really make a good, deep run as a legitimate cup contender with David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. I don't want to waste these guys' prime. So I lean towards after a loss like this saying, you know what, this is not a Stanley Cup contender. This is not a dominant NHL team. And you don't want to read too much into one single game, but I'm not. I'm reading into eight games against these Western Conference playoff teams. Yeah. And that's enough to say this isn't the year. And you know what? When they traded me on Lucic and retained salary on him, they knew it wasn't the year. Because if they were really trying to make a push, they wouldn't have put their cap towards a player that's not even on their team anymore. Yeah. Last but not least, Kevin Miller. 
had his hand in the first three LA goals tonight. It was a rough night. This was a Matt Irwin kind of night. Pete Blackburn, our buddy, was in all caps mode on Twitter. It was so mm. bad. But yet he plays 20 minutes a night. Will they ever bench him? I mean, he's a UFA at the end of the season. Is it just just plug him every night? Just I, I don't I don't get it. I think that Claude keeps looking at what gives him a best chance the best chance to win with this lineup. He's going up against a big, strong LA, LA team. Has Kevin Miller been good this season? Absolutely not. But I don't blame him for saying, you know what, I'm, I'm going to put in some of my stronger guys against these guys. You saw that Randall was in the lineup. He fought and scored a goal. Uh, but Kevin Miller, we've seen enough proof to this point. Uh, maybe it happens somewhere else for him. I can't see how it happens here for him. So Which you would think, you know, green light Colin Miller's development. Play Colin Miller and Joe Morrow and get, yeah. get him some time. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's what I do now, and I would have done it in the past again. Like yeah. in a game like tonight, fine, put put Kevin Miller in there. But most nights, I have Kevin Miller as a fringe guy who's yeah. gonna. I mean, when everyone's healthy, Trotman's in there over Kevin Miller for me. Colin Miller's in there over Kevin Miller for me. This guy's not in my top six when everybody's healthy. And right now, with McQuaid still out, he's still not in my top six. I would rather have Trotman and Colin Miller in the lineup in place of him. All right, DJ, to the road we go. Talk soon. Should be interesting. <laughs> Follow DJ Bean at WEEI.com. We're brought to you by AT&T on Bruins Postgame Podcasts.